And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, adults, yeah. If you are a child below the age of 18, viewer discretion is advised. You are listening to huge. the Sports Cave with your hosts, 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 Robbie and Zach. Folks, how are we doing tonight? Tonight, today, this morning, whenever the hell you guys are listening to this, how are we all doing? What's with you in the same old plain Nike hat? It's my one of my, you know, I don't really have a, an array of hats. You know, actually, there's the one thing I'm uh, I'm going to order a nice. I saw these nice new leaf hats that uh, uh, I believe it was New Era or 47. Those are the same company, right? New Era and 47. Do you know? Of? No, they're different. Okay, well, I can't remember exactly what brand, uh, what brand it was, but uh, it was a nice little like vintage looking leaf hat had a little rope thing going on here. But this this Nike hat is just a classic casual. Me and Tiger Woods, baby. Maybe a little bit of Brooks Kepka in there, you know. Really know who you are because of a hat. Well, well, yeah, we're uh, Bob. What the hell happened? What I the hell? What the fuck? Did you not? You, you didn't hear that? Your fucking microphone unplugged and went to your yeah, lap, folks. Folks, I've been, I was just fucking around my cord. Pull the microphone out. Bob, how we doing? Isaiah, how we doing, guys? We are here. We are not queer. We're here to talk sports. Unless we're going to have some fun tonight, guys. I know I, I was it. saying that on Monday. We we're Me and Robbie, I mean, I'm feeling a lot better. It looks like Robbie's feeling a lot better. Um, dude, I woke up this morning. So I, I felt, felt fine Tuesday. Then yesterday, I felt kind of okay during work. And then I got home from work, and I was like, yo, something just ain't right. So I fucking threw on a movie at like 5 p.m. Uh, passed out for the whole movie. Ate uh, some soup and some fucking grilled cheese sandwich and then went to bed at like probably 7.30. Woke up at like around 9.30, maybe for 15 minutes. Back to sleep for the rest of the night, dude. I woke up. It honestly felt like I went swimming. That's how wet I was from sweating so much. But I woke up feeling like a million bucks. So whatever fucking infection was pulsating through my my little body here i believe it's no accident there's no accident through my pores what i like to hear and uh i'll tell you what zach it's looking like a pretty good weekend finally for connecticut let me tell you son our high today 77 degrees we're looking at 72 degrees tomorrow 74 degrees saturday and then we're back to the rain on sunday and then here comes the cold weather so folks yeah enjoy while you can guys a fantastic weather here in connecticut don't be a lazy fuck. Get outside. Enjoy the weather. Outside and enjoy it. And you know what else we're going to enjoy, Zach? We're going to enjoy talking some of the hot topics here in sports. Yeah. So here. as Robbie's talking about this here, folks, actually, we want to ask you guys in the comments section here, guys, what, what alley would you guys like us to fucking go down here first? We got some. We can go NFL. We got all of our picks for tonight's game. Obviously, Thursday Night Football. I will be doing a live on air $20 same game parlay. Four choices that you folks are going to help me pick on here. Um, We'll call it the Sports Cave Parlay. You know what Bye. I'm saying? Bye, folks. Oh, never mind. The comment thing isn't working. It's so weird because you know what? I'm when seeing. I'm, I can look at the comments right now. Bob says I, NBA. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I was on Mark's stream and I could see everything perfectly fine. When I go to my stream, it's like weird. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, you know what, Gabe, Bob? You were the first one that wrote anything in Why? here. Why? Why did you do that to me, Twitch? What the fuck did I do to deserve this? Okay. I want to see Oh, wow. Bob, that's a good question, actually, Bob. You know what? Let me bring that up, actually, because that is a... Bob is, uh, for all you folks listening, audio-ly, or audio, audio-ly. Um, just audio, anyways. They, uh, You can't see what Bob just wrote, but he's talking about the tournament, the in-season tournament the NBA will be doing this year. 
Uh, well, if you don't know much about it, uh, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I, too, haven't a clue. But we're going to figure this out together, guys. Once my fucking shitty computer. There it is. Oh, my it's God. A- yeah. In-season tournament is a really stupid way of trying to make sure that teams don't. Essentially, the in-season. Yeah, tournament- I guess it. You know what? I didn't even think about that. It does give it the dollars. It is what we like to say, retarded. Okay, and we are. What time is it now? Six thirty-four, folks. We didn't even make it fucking five minutes in before Robbie drops a retard. Am I wrong? I mean, it's pretty silly. Maybe we'll use that as a word here. In-season tournament here. Okay. The Kings will open. Which team will play? Each team will play four group stage games. On Tuesdays and Fridays in November, based on a random drawing, the Kings will compete in the West Group. I don't know why this is just all Kings I'm reading here. But, uh, okay, so this starts the first week of November. So, I mean, well, yeah, I guess that's going to be coming up next week. So, Bob, Bob, how about this? How about this, Bob? Give me some time to research this puppy. And Monday night, I'll come back at you strong and I'll come back at you hard. (sighs) Pause. With some good information on this in-season tournament. How does that sound to you, Robert? Sounds good. And you would also sound good. Uh-huh. I can see the fucking cards. Yeah, Robbie's a little bit offended here, guys. Uh, but we do have some NBA stuff to talk about here, so we might as well. <laughs> we might as well start with that. Um, because, guys, guess what? The NBA season has begun. And this is truly, this is truly the greatest couple of weeks, or at least the greatest next week in sports where you have all four major sports just fucking colliding with each other at once, just sharing the TV. You can go to any sort of channel anytime you want, any sports channel related anyways. And you can be watching some World Series baseball. You can be watching some NFL football. You can be watching some NHL hockey. You could be watching some NBA basketball. And thankfully, those bitches from the WNBA have finished up their season and are back. Never mind. Never mind. I was gonna, I was gonna say something, to Robbie, but I don't want to get us in any trouble. I was gonna make a joke, but I know everyone's soft nowadays. So basically, said get rid of the women. That's exactly what you just okay, said. Okay, that's not what I said at all. Um, but you know what, Robbie? Let's go through some of these. Uh, I'm gonna go whip my. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna pull my phone out. I'm gonna use the beauty of my laptop here. NBA scores Wednesday. Trying so hard. So, Robbie, I saw that uh, you had a. Was it Cam Johnson on your team lit it up pretty good for the uh, highest points point total of the season so far? I believe it was thirty six points he uh, recorded on that puppy. Not only that, Cam Johnson, Cam Thomas, once again making history. Cam Thomas is the first player in NBA history on opening night to score more than thirty points off the bench on opening night. Well, congratulations, Cam Thomas, for providing all those points in a loss for the Brooklyn Nets to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, is this where I talk about what happened in that game? Is that what you're leaning into here? Uh, I, if you want, if you want, if you want to go into it, Robbie, it was a close game. I'm seeing one thirteen, one fourteen. But if you want to get into that right now, you are more than welcome to. But first, Robbie getting himself a beer. I got a beer as well too. Um, while Robbie's opening it up, actually, you know, I'll let him, I'll let him go. And I was going to go through some of these scores, but Rhino Robbie, uh, oh, fuck, there's a lot of games, actually. Oh, he's going for a chug. I'm going to do a little chug as well, too. Cheers, folks, for all you listening. Happy Thursday, Thirsty Thursdays. Thursday. Sports game, boys. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> watching the game, 
in the beginning, I was a little frustrated. Things weren't working out well. The starting uh, lineup they went up with was uh, Ben Simmons, Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Nicholas Claxton. And at some point, the brought in Cam Thomas, and Cam Thomas led off with, I think, 14 first quarter points. He was absolutely fantastic. Mikel Bridges started turning on in the fourth quarter. <coughs> Excuse me. The Nets were down by as much as 13 in the first half. They brought it all the way back and tied it up at halftime. They had they had a lead within uh, the last two minutes. Total collapse there. Jock Vaughn really just trying to continue to go through lineups to see what could work. But in that moment, when you're... I, I understand it's opening night. I'm not uh, worried one bit about the Nets finishing where I predicted it as a five seed. Um, But in that moment, you don't experiment with lineups in the fourth quarter. In that game. If you're trying to win... I mean, it's the Fourth first five. game of the season, though, man. They're trying I, to figure some shit Fourth, out. It's... Cam Thomas was your best score, and you didn't bring him in until the final two minutes and 30 seconds left in the game, and your excuse was because he's tired? What happened to the whole working out work people? We're going to we're gonna be faster than everybody. We're not going to be as tired as everybody. Like, that's what they were, that's what they were preaching, and it's... That didn't work. That didn't tired. work. Like, that's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, um, excuse me. And if you're not going to go with Cam Thomas... Then why didn't you bring in Spencer Dinwiddie? Spencer Dinwiddie, who's hit multiple game-winning shots throughout his career as a Brooklyn Net and as a Maverick. I don't get it. Um, I thought it was poor coaching that cost him ultimately the victory, but there's one thing for certain. This Nets team, <coughs> this Brooklyn Nets team is literally a pure scorer away from being a contender. I said it. A contender. You bring in... okay. You brought you bring a Damian Lillard. Okay, Robbie, but okay, listen to what you're saying though. There's a lot of teams that you bring in a absolute superstar goals or a superstar point getter that turn him into a contender. Okay, go ahead. Listen off for me. Oh, the Raptors. You bring in a fucking I mean, any team, any team oh. where you bring in any sort of superstar like that automatically puts you in some sort of contender state. Or obviously a team not like the fucking Houston Rockets or anything like that. But any but team you- that's how An eight seed and above, you bring in a superstar, it probably turns you into somewhat of a contender. You don't understand how deep this Nets roster really is, Zach. You really don't. You got size. You have probably the best defensive team that's going to end up in the NBA this year. Mikel Bridges is going to bounce back after a 20-point performance where he looked pretty bad. He will bounce back. Cam Johnson was battling with a hamstring injury. Nick Claxton got hurt in the game. All right. The bottom line is, if you can bring in some of the averages 28 to 30 points a game on that team, with Mikel Bridges, who can average 25, with Ben Simmons facilitating the offense and leading the pack defensively. Yeah, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that that would be the case for a lot of fucking teams. You're basically saying, like, if we can get someone like a, like a I don't know, maybe a, a Kevin Durant? Is that, is that how you, like someone like him, maybe? How about James Harden? Goodbye. <laughs> Woo! Uh, no, I don't think Brooklyn Nets fans have anything to worry about. It does they have a pretty good squad here. I just like fucking with Robbie, but uh, that was a pretty good one there. He just got sunned. Uh, in other news in the East, the Toronto Raptors, my Toronto Raptors, start off the season with a win. Uh, but the question that I have here. For Raptors fans and just all fans of basketball is what is going to be going on with Mr. Dick this season? 
Uh, Grady Dick recorded a whopping two minutes of play in the first game of the season. I know it's only the first game, right? So I don't know. I just I just want to see what kind of I'm curious to see what kind of role he's going to have as this progresses as this goes on. I'm also starting to think that Robbie will not be coming back to this podcast anytime soon. So let's go over this here, folks. Dennis Schroeder, first game as a Toronto Raptor, 22 points, very, very formidable game. Uh, OG not going to be doing what he does best. Uh, I cannot tell you what Mr. Siakam had, but he's not listed on any of this gabagoo. So we're going to assume probably not the greatest. Siakam put up a grand total. Where the fuck? 15, okay, 15 points. Not Nothing too crazy. Um, but if we're going to go through some of these games here, I'll just go through a bunch of the scores quick for you folks here. I won't spend too, too much time on this. Uh, Atlanta Hawks dropped their first game to the Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte, 116 to 110 for the Hornets. The Indianapolis, Indianapolis, Indiana Pacers. Uh, oh, well, shit, they got 143 points. Holy fuck, what a high scoring game. 143 to 120 against the Wizards. My God. Celtics edge the Knicks, 108 to 104. Robbie is back. Orlando yeah. Magic, 116 to the Rockets, 86. It's going to be a tough year for you, Houston Rockets fans, let me tell you. Cleveland Cavaliers, Brooklyn Nets, we already talked about that one. One-point game, could have won either way. Cavs up, edge up, end up edging the Nets, 114-113. Great performance by Donovan Mitchell on the Cavaliers' side. Uh, Pistons, 102. Miami Heat, 103. Another very close game. Uh, OKC Thunder, a team that me and Robbie both have high hopes for this season. We think there's going to be a big jump happening. 124-104 to 104 to the Chicago Bulls. They take down the Bulls in the season opener for them. Pelicans backed by big fat Zion Williamson. 111 to the Memphis <clears throat> No Shuta John Morant Grizzlies. 104. Sacramento Kings starting off strong, starting off hot, just where they picked up off last year. 130 to 114 Utah Jazz. Get pumped by the Kings. Dallas Mavericks take down the San Antonio Spurs and the start of Victor Wembenyama's career. Uh, Rob, we'll stop at this game here. This end of score was 126 for the Mavericks, 119 for the Spurs. Did you happen to see any uh, clips of this Wembenyama's uh, rookie performance? I didn't see any of it, to be honest with you. So I'm actually asking if you uh, No, if I didn't. Thought of it. Points, I think, eight rebounds or, or yeah. actually points to assist, and it was the same stat line as Tim Duncan, essentially. No, it was. I actually saw it on Twitter. It was not even essentially. It was like literally two at the exact same stat line that Tim Duncan had in his first game. So, um, I obviously that stat, you know, is one of those things that just doesn't really mean anything. But it's also kind of cool, you know. Tim Duncan was obviously. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know too much about the San Antonio Spurs history, but I have to probably say he's the best San Antonio Spur in the history. Robbie, would that uh, would I be crazy saying that? Who oh, Tim Duncan? Yeah. Oh, shit, stupid. Of course. He's I, okay. I'm just, I'm, I was just saying, I'm not familiar with the San Antonio Spurs history. I don't know if maybe they had some fucking guy from the 70s or something on their team that was just racking up points. So anytime you're in some sort of conversation, I'll be with a stupid stat like that. It's got to be, it's got to be uh, pretty cool to be in that conversation with Mr. Duncan. Ending off the night, ah, Trailblazers 111 and the Los Angeles Clippers 123. Um, now for you folks, if you guys were here last episode, I know you heard me and Robbie say we were going to be doing some award season award predictions this episode, folks. And you guys, you guys got it. All right. Mr. Robbie. Yes, sir. You Don't mind your, I am Robbie sorry. is texting away over here, guys. But, um, oh, actually, you know what? Before we do these award picks, 
Do you want to talk about the uh, the big news that came out of the NBA today before the award picks, Robbie, or do you want to end off our NBA talk with it? Let's do it. Okay, well, do what? Let's talk about it. Mr. James Harden, folks. I know me and Rob, we've had our fun making fun of Mr. James Harden. Okay. Um, but he publicly came out, uh, I believe it was yesterday, maybe the day before. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. And he said, hey, folks, I'm going to come back to Philadelphia. You know, I'm ready to get away from this uh, this charade we're playing. I'm ready to get back into playing some basketball. Um, And essentially, this is only, the, the, honestly, probably the coolest thing the 76ers have ever done because that organization is just a dumpster fire. They said, they basically told James Harden to go fuck himself, which I think is fucking awesome. It was reported today that James Harden, I guess, tried to uh, meet up with the team to get onto the team's plane to fly to wherever their next, uh, I don't know who they're playing next. Milwaukee tonight. Milwaukee tonight. And uh, he was turned away by, um, by team officials. So he was denied entry onto the team plane. And I believe James Harden might have just screwed himself. Because uh, right now, I mean, Philadelphia, if I, realistically, if they really wanted to, I think it'd be kind of stupid for them, but they could just really fuck him. Just hold him, not let him play. I don't know what to expect with this James Harden. I think he really dug himself into a hole here. No, he definitely dug himself into a hole and because of the way that he acted. And what really, I think, set executives and teams away was when he called out Daryl Morey in his little yeah. show. <clears throat> that was not a good idea on James Harden's part, let me tell you. Being a person who's gone through the whole James Harden experience, I think my buddy Joey said it correct. He said it before, and he would say it again. James Harden is a cancer to any organization. James Harden, when he doesn't have his way, he either gets fat or he doesn't play and he's lazy. And James Harden, angry about not getting a Supermax contract. But why? Why would they give you a Supermax contract? Yeah, you haven't done anything to deserve that. Playoffs. You're a shell of what you once were. You don't have the athleticism that you once had. You have a hard time getting to the rim for the dunks. You used to posterize people like it was nothing. You are far from the player that you are, and your attitude sucks. And not for nothing, what he's basically implying, Zach, he thought that he was the best player in the Sixers. Over the guy who won the MVP award. It is not your team. It was not your team in Brooklyn. It was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving's team, and it's Joel Embiid's team. Guess what? If you go to the Clippers, yeah. it's Kawhi and Paul George's. Uh, he, and I don't think there's um, I don't think there's a team where he would be the guy. Like what team would he be the guy? Oh, well, yeah, I guess Houston. Or it'd be fucking Scoot Henderson. He um I'm I'm proud of what the Sixers are doing, and not for nothing, the NBA should step in. They should. Why why did it ha- why did he conveniently show up the day before the game where he's had zero practice? Yeah, no, I hear you on that. It, it was- for the 76ers, what they want in return for him, they won't get. You want a player that can fill in that void. And a few first-round picks. Unfortunately, if I'm an NBA team and I'm the GM, no. You will get a player, but that's it. You're not getting any of my precious picks. No. Not for this guy who, once we lose, if we lose, he's just going to, I want to go. I want to go to this team. I want to go to that team. Here's the difference between, here's the difference between what Kevin Durant does and James Harden does. Kevin Durant was pissed off at the Brooklyn Nets, rightfully so. 
multiple times. He wanted out. They approached and they said, Kevin, we understand that you're not happy here. Here's the situation that we have. The best offer we're getting for you from the Raptors is Scotty Barnes. The best offer again for the Memphis Grizzlies is Jaron Jackson. They're not giving us any picks. They're giving us players and a second and a first, but we think you're more valuable than that. And we would like for you to continue to play for this team and we'll work things out. What did Kevin Durant do? All right, I'm going to play. I'm all in. He was all in up until he got hurt. Because you know what? I talk shit about him. He's professional, Kevin Durant. All right. Time to go to work. He goes to work. James Harden. He puts his big boy pants on. James Harden. And you know how this all could have been avoided, Zach? Do you know how this all could have been avoided? If he opted out instead of opting in, you're doing it to yourself, you stupid fucking retard. I can't stand. Two of them were 21 minutes in, folks. 21 minutes in, we've got two from Robbie. James Harden's actions. And you know what? Everyone needs to lay off of Ben Simmons the way he he did his thing in Philadelphia. Ben Simmons, not for nothing, Zach, had a legitimate injury. It showed last year in Brooklyn. He had to get back surgery twice. The only allergy, the, the only fucking injury that James Harden has is his dry pussy. Oh, yeah. His big old try, big old dry roast beef lips, straight out of the deli section of your local supermarket. Sorry, I'm your trying out these beef. these little nicotine pouches here, and I've been swallowing the because uh, I know when you like chew tobacco, you're supposed to spit it out, but apparently you're allowed to swallow on these. Uh, and the first thing I read on the back is warning: harmful if swallowed. So we're gonna see what happens here tonight, folks. Sabrina. Nice knowing you. Well, that's okay. Um, yeah, Robbie, no, I agree with what you're saying. Um, we are not James Harden fans on this show. We think he's a loser. And I, I, I think as Joey, I think he stated it very correctly. The guy has a cancer. Everywhere he goes, he sees up, brings the cancer with him, and ruins locker rooms. And I can see why the 76ers are now saying, go fuck yourself, buddy. Go fuck yourself. I didn't even confidently say James Harden's probably played his last game in a 76er uniform. He has to. He has to. Why don't we get on to these? Uh, why don't we get on to some award picks here for our lovely fans? Okay. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, none of these awards will feature James Harden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got that right here. You got there's that. a category for the biggest bitch of the year. Why don't we start with the uh, with the relatively easy category, I'd say, for the choices on the on this one, Robbie? Why don't we start with the Rookie of the Year Award? And we'll yes. work our way up to MVP. You know, I I wanted to try to stay away from the first three picks in the NBA. So, so did I, but it's like, who else are you going to pick? I was going to think maybe throwing Brandon Miller in there, but I'm like, I don't know. I know he's a shooter. Bang, it's bang. Like, huh? Second pick of the draft. I said I was trying to avoid picking the first three players drafted. Oh, this one. Well, I have one guy that wasn't a first three player drafted this year. I like to hear the only player I was looking at but I knew it wouldn't happen was Jordan Hawkins out of UConn going to the Pelicans. And he's like a sixth option. That team, there's no way he'll get any votes. So I'll give you my three, two, one. Okay. Number three, I went with Scoot Henderson out of Portland. Number two, I went with Brandon Miller and number one who will be rookie of the year. Victor Wembanyama. My number three, I went with Chet Holmgren at number three for my uh, top three. 
Can I redo mine? <laughs> Fuck, I forgot he was a rookie. Dude. <laughs> yeah, oh. he missed all last season. He's a rookie this year. That's how Ben Simmons won rookie of the year. He's in his second year. And, uh, yep. I had a feeling you forgot about him when you didn't late when you didn't uh when you didn't mention him in yours. Chet 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 is number two, and we're gonna drop out Scoot Henderson. So I, have, I got two. Scoot Henderson at number two for me. Okay. And then I have uh obviously Victor Wimanyama winning it. I mean, I think we can probably give him the award now from all we're hearing about this kid anyway. So he doesn't get hurt as long as he doesn't get hurt. Very true, very true. Now um Next one I think we'll do here, Rob, we'll do coach of the year. And this one I'm a little bit pissed off with because obviously I don't know too many NBA coaches, so I had to go to Google for this. But the fucking coach that I would have, that I actually wanted to pick for the coach of the year because I think the team is going to do really well this year, just so happened to be the highest betting favored, favorited coach to win coach of the year this year. So I'll start from number three. Um, I have Joe Mazzula of the Boston Celtics at number three for me. Now, um, I already forgot the team that the guy I picked for number two coaches, so I'm just going to pull that up right now. I what his name is. I might forget it. J.P. Bickerstaff. Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, that's why I picked him. I think the Cavs are going to have a good season this year. That's why I picked him. And number one, I picked the coach out of Oklahoma City, uh, which was, uh, let me get his name here for you, Mark Dagni, um, Dagnio. But you can't figure out this one. Do, think of hockey. Think of hockey. Dagno. Hey, we'll go with it. I think it's probably Dagno. Those are my three. I got uh, Joe Mazzulla of the Cal or the uh, Celtics, JV Bickerstaff of the Cavs, and Mark Dagno of the Oklahoma City Thunder winning the award. Well, here's what I got. My number three, I got first year head coach with his new team, Frank Vogel of the Phoenix Suns. I think the Phoenix Suns are going to have the best record in the Western Conference, so he's going to be part of the equation. Number two, I went with the guy that is going to have his first year with the squad, Adrian Griffin with the Milwaukee Bucks. And number one, I'm going with Joe Mazzulla, the Boston Celtics. I just think that they're going to finish with the highest record. I think we're going to see <coughs> great basketball around outside of the offense with Jason Tame and Jalen Brown just doing ISO basketball. And the dribble, 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 dribble. You know, it'll be a little bit annoying, but they'll find a way to win games. They found a way yesterday against the Knicks. Um, the Knicks were leading in the... Uh, Final two minutes. And do you know yeah. who buried them for that L, Zachary? If I had to guess, I'll say Tatum. Nope. Brown. Nope. Drew Holiday. Nope. Porzingis. The former New York Nip, Kristaps Porzingis. I should have guessed that. Cocksuckers. Forgot he was a Nick. And they were literally chanting, fuck Porzingis. I just heard my echo there for a second. Hit it with my thumb. Nice, stupid idiot. Okay. All right. Those are our coaches of the years. We have our rookie of the year, so I guess we're going to go to most improved, and I'll lead off most improved. Okay, so I actually uh, <laughs> I didn't do most improved, Robbie. So I'm going to I'm gonna look up some odds for that right now. You do yours. You stupid re... Okay. Um, number three, Zachary, look at me when I say this. Number three, Scotty Barnes. Wow. going to have a better junior year, um, and the Raptors are definitely hoping on it. They're, you know, we have, I have them as 11 team. I believe you did as well. And it all depends on what Scotty Barnes can bring to the table this year. Number two from the Los Angeles Lakers, AR 15, Austin. Reeves, okay. Um, maybe I should have reconsidered using that. Um, <laughs> yeah, after recent events, um, yeah. prayers out to the families out in Maine. Wait, there's or- another shooting down there. 
at a bowling alley. 18 people dead. There we go. Thank God I live in Canada. The man with the gun that sprayed down a bunch of people trying to have a good time at a bowling alley. You're yeah, a you're... pussy. Yeah, you're... yeah, that's a pretty bitch-ass move right there. Bitch-ass move. Um, So Austin Reeves at number two. And number one. From the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn. Bridges. Bridges. Mikel Bridges. Bridges. So Robbie is going Mikel Bridges. Has this come back? Or these, uh, what is this? Most improved? Most improved. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, most improved here, Robbie. I am looking at the betting odds here, folks. So uh, I will say that they might, uh, Bridges is actually the betting favorite at the moment to win this award. Bridges. Okay. Okay. Uh, at my number, at my number three, Robbie. Um, just because they really have nobody in Houston, I'm going to take their center, Alperine Seguin. <laughs> I'm trying to go off the board here, Robbie, okay? I don't want to just go with the top three odds. I'm going to take him at number three. I love Scotty Barnes at number two. I think he's poised for a big jump this year. I think he's poised for a big old jump. And honestly, Robbie, honestly, I will say that I'm going to give number one to Mikael Bridges, too. Michael Bridges, Bridges, because I feel just like the guys, uh, he's going to have to lead this team. Yeah, there's no other way to say it. Uh, he's going to have to go into beast mode for him multiple times this season. And I, I think he's got the potential to do it. So I'll, I'll put him as my number one pick for it. Everyone in the comments, say hello to Maddie D. Delicious. Maddie D. Delicious. What's going on, brother? How are you? Okay. Um, now, Robbie, I know you wanted to do something about the comeback player of the year. I definitely did not do comeback player of the year, but if you want to uh, do your top three for that, you're more than welcome to. Because I know you had, uh, I know you had a comeback player of the year award section as well. I did. I actually remembered to put Chet on there, but I put him at number two. I don't know why I gave you that away right now over my number three. Yeah, well, you got excited, man. You got excited. Number three from the Los Angeles Clippers, Russell. Westbrook. I think he's going to have a hell of a season this year, although this could categorize under most improved. He's probably not qualified for the comeback player of the year, but I'm going to put him there. I'm going to put him there. Smoke or cough? Cigarette cough. Although I don't smoke cigarettes. And number one, Ben Simmons. I could actually see Ben Simmons winning this award this year. If he has any sort of a of a season that he possibly could have, then I'd say the award's probably wrapped up in a little bit of a pretty bow form going into this season. But then again, he's got to stay healthy, so that'll be the big... How did he look last night, by the way? Did he, I actually have no idea, so I'm not making fun if he had a shit game. I'm, I'm genuinely asking a question here. I definitely fucked up here because um, most improved was basically comeback player of the year. So I guess that's like 6-5-4. Okay, okay, okay. But... Ben Simmons last night. I know you're going to. Uh, let me just say it. Four points. Okay. 10 rebounds. Okay. Nine assists. Okay. Well, the points aren't there yet, but I mean, it's first game. First game back in a bit. Not what his role is going to be in this team. This His role is to set up others. But yeah, but one, I'm sure he wants more than four it, points. The one thing that he did that he wasn't doing the preseason. He was reluctant to shoot again. He was <coughs> leaning back with most of his layup attempts. It was uh, 
wasn't a good showing compared to his preseason. Preseason, he was attacking the rim. He wasn't afraid to take the contact, go to the free throw line. This time around, he didn't look good. But, uh, you know, there's 82 games to the season, and I'm going to be patient with Ben Simmons because I have no choice but to be. Damn right, man. Well, you know what? It's a long season. Four points is uh, the benchmark for him now, so I think there's only room to go up. You know what I mean, Robbie? I hope so. But Robbie, let's get into the MVP, the most coveted award you can win for this season awards uh, in the NBA. Uh, and my top three, not really too many surprises, unfortunately. For my number three, maybe this will be a little bit of a surprise. I have Jason Tatum getting into the, the conversation this year. Uh, I just think the guy's a fucking certified baller. And I that's the only reason why I have a number three. Uh, at number two, it's really tough to have a MVP award and not mention Giannis Antetokounmpo. Just signed that big contract. He's got Dame Lillard now with him, so maybe expect his assist to go up a little bit more as well too now, feeding Dame the ball. Giannis, I'm going to put it number two. And I have to have Nikola Jokic at number one. The guy is just a fucking beast. He's just a beast. And honestly, I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I saw a tweet describing the way he plays, and now it's literally all I can see. He literally looks like he's playing a pickup game in flip-flops. It's like your uncle at a family party playing a game in his flip-flops. And that's exactly it. It just looks like he's so casual out there. But for some reason, the guy just puts up buckets, gets assists, gets rebound. He does everything out there. Nikola Jokic is my MVP pick. Okay. Well, you and I agree at number three. Number three, I have Jason Tatum. Although I still, you, you know what I always say, that i rather have Jalen Brown than Jason Tatum. It's no disrespect to Jason Tatum. But this is Jason Tatum's team. He gets the bulk of the workload, and he's the one put up the numbers because of that. So Jason Tatum will be in number three for me. Number two. I have Nikola Jokic at number two. Mm. Because this person that I have at number one, I think is going to have a career year this year. I think he has better assets around him than he did last year. And I think we're going to see pretty darn close to averaging a triple-double. And if he doesn't, I still think he's going to win the MVP award. From the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic will win his first MVP award. Damn. Damn. Luka Doncic. Hey, okay. I could, you know, hey, it's possible. Anything is possible. Maddie talking about his Lakers. Lakers are ass. Well, Maddie D, let me tell you something. It doesn't help when the first half, Anthony Davis, I believe, had 17 or 19 points. 17, and then and, ended with 17. At zero points on 0 of 6 shooting. Let's talk about the Lakers really quick, Zach. Mm-hmm. So. LeBron James played only 29 minutes with LeBron James on the court. I believe they were plus six, plus seven. And off the court, they were minus double digits. And head coach <clears throat> Darvin Ham came out and said that LeBron will most likely be looking at 29 minutes a game this season. If that's the case, are we talking about the Lakers potentially missing the playoffs? I mean, if you're going to get... Sorry, I'm talking... If you're going to get uh, that sort of production out of someone like LeBron and you're going to get AD just going absolute brick show in the first game, if AD keeps having performance like that, you're going to, you can't play LeBron 29 minutes. It's not going to be a consistent thing, though, with Anthony Davis like being a fucking. No, obviously not. But I mean, it is a bit concerning, though, to have a guy of his caliber not score one point and a half of fucking basketball. Yeah. 
Obviously, I know everyone goes through that shit, but he feel like someone like AD would get enough looks to at least fucking drain one. I saw this fucking video. This poor bastard had like a five-game uh, scoring parlay thing going, and the last thing he needed to win, like, I think it was like $52,000. He, he did make this. It was like a, like a $2,000 parlay he made, so he did bet a lot of money. But the last thing he needed was Anthony Davis, 19 and a half points, and he made a video at the half. And he was all fired up. He said, like, yeah, my boy, 17 points already. This guy's a dog. He's a dog. And he ended up getting bent over backwards. And he ended up getting bent over backwards. Uh, Bob is saying, talking about brick houses, the Knicks and their free throw shooting was absolutely pathetic. Yeah, I believe they shot 55% from the free throw line. They ended up oh losing four or five points, maybe six. Um. I remember there was a technical foul and Brunson went to shoot the free throw. He missed Brunson and Julius Randle had terrible games. They didn't reach the potential that they were supposed to reach in. Um, the Celtics didn't look all that good neither outside of Porzingis. I mean, Brown was sloppy. Tatum was sloppy. Realistically, the two best players in the Celtics court that night were Porzingis and Drew Holiday, the assets they brought in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear you. So, I mean, it's uh Tough going for Knicks fans right now, but uh, you, they'll be a playoff team this year. I, it came out Tuesday that I sent you and you sent me at the same time. We were like, you know, we were thinking the same thing. Excuse me. Let me find the tweet here. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me go under my likes. All right, here it is. Wait, I lied. Scrolling down. But I did like it. It will be here. I promise you. Bear with me. Do, 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 I got news. Oh, here we go. I forgot to like the tweet. Okay, Rob, I forgot to like the tweet, folks. That's okay. That is okay. I'm going to fucking find it. I'm going to find it. You're going to be fucking patient with me, you son of a bitch. Is that to be clear? Well, you know what? I'm only going to be paged for a little bit longer because I got some NFL picks I would like to go over with you. All right, here it is. I got it. Oh, got wow. It. Okay. According to Pompey on Sixers, beat writer on the Philly Inquirer for the Philadelphia 76ers, the Philly Inquirer, the newspaper, Zachary. The New York Knicks willing are willing to offer a package to the Philadelphia 76ers that include two to three first-round picks. Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, and Mitchell Robinson in exchange for the MVP last year, Joel Embiid. I I have to, I can't believe that though. Like, there's no way that someone would be that stupid to give up that. I mean, Joel Embiid's obviously an unreal player, but that is fucking ridiculous. So what you mean, tell me you think the Knicks are getting fleeced in that trade? Uh, y- yes. <laughs> One million percent I think they're getting fleeced in that trade. You think you're going to get better by trading away your entire roster and a bunch of picks? Uh, pretty much a majority of the good players you guys have on your team to get Joel Embiid and you're going to be a better team? There's, there's literally no chance in fucking hell. I think that the Knicks get better. Really? You still got Jalen Brunson. You'll have Joel Embiid. You'll have Dante DiVincenzo. You'll have Josh Hart. You'll still have Emmanuel quickly. I think this team would still be able to win games. The only thing I would fear if I was a Knicks fan 
is Tom Thibodeau. We all know his actions and his antics and the way he coaches. He wants the best out of you for all 48 minutes. We've seen Julius Randle literally play all 40 minutes of regular season games. It's the way he coaches, just the way it is. Joel Embiid can get ran into the ground. That could be a problem. And Joel Embiid has a history of getting hurt. Joel Embiid has a history of getting hurt in the playoffs because he flops around like a stupid bitch. Hmm, nice. And that could be the downfall for the Knicks. So it's a risky, risky, risky trade. And like we said, this is just all rumors right now, folks. We'll have to see. We'll see if it actually does come to fruition because if that is a real offer, then I think that would be Real-less something that the 76 ers would take. If I was the Knicks, I would offer Randall three first-round picks, Fournier, and Mitchell Robinson for Embiid. That's what I would offer. Damn. That's still a pretty hefty offer there. But what we'll wait and see what happens, folks. If I was the Sixers, I would definitely say, nah, you got to throw an R.J. Barrett, too. And then think about what the, the Sixers would have. Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson locking down the center, Evan Fournier off the bench. That'd be a scary fucking team. That'd be a good team. I mean, 76, I think, would get a lot better. They would definitely get better under the coaching of Nick Nurse. I mean, you've seen it. Brings the best out of his players. But I think the Knicks would also get better, and I think the Knicks would once again become a hot commodity for free agents. Well, like I said, we have, we'll have to just wait and see what happens. But you remember what I said. Either at the trade deadline or at the end of the season. Heading into next year. Joel and B will not be a Philadelphia 76er going into next year. Well, maybe he will be a New York Knicks. Brooklyn Net. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you would love that. All right, Mr. Robbie. Why don't we get into some NFL picks here? I'm going to load up my betting app because before, before we do our NFL picks, folks, I know Thursday Night Football is coming up. We're going to do our same game parlay here for Thursday Night Football, Buffalo Bills, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going to do it with the help of my co-host here, Mr. Robert Clark. I got 20 bucks I got ready to put down, and we're going to make four options here, Robbie. So you're going to choose two of my options, Robbie, and I'm going to choose the other two, okay? My first one that I am going to put on my list here. I'm going to take Josh Allen to throw more than one and a half touchdowns tonight. Yeah, that's a block. We're going to put that on the ticket. We need to verify your location, please. Okay. Says uh, Okay, this may take up to two minutes. Oh, fantastic. That's just great. Well, I don't know why it doesn't verify the location when I log into it, you know? Oh, location verified. That was pretty sweet. Okay, Josh Allen over one and a half touchdown passes. Touchdown scores. I am also going to put Mr. Stefan Diggs there as well. Uh, actually, do, do I put Stefan Diggs or do I put Josh Allen? Nah, because I think he's going to throw two. Is he going to is he going to throw two and get a rush? He very well could, you know? We have breaking news. Okay, here we go. According to my cousin Travis, Robbie's an ugly fucking 4K. Fuck you, Travis. You wow, that is breaking news. Stefan Diggs. <laughs> Stefan Diggs I have as well in my same game parlay, Robbie. Uh, now, your next choice is, Robbie, what, what would you like me to pick for this as well, too? What would I like to add in? Yes, you got you got two. Bills nine and a half. You want Bills minus nine and a half? Vita Vea is out. Uh, the Bills are looking for revenge after getting embarrassed by the Patriots. The Bucks are... Baker's been going backwards. See if he could turn around, but I doubt it. So yeah. I would go that, and okay. then I would go 
Mike Evans, anytime touchdown. Mike Evans, anytime touchdown as well, too. Okay, folks, we have our you cannot parlay bets related to the same. What? Ineligible for parlay plus. Why is the Stefan Diggs one ineligible for parlay plus? From the same market. Well, this is silly. Okay, we're going to try this one out again. Oh, first touchdown score. Holy shit. Well, no wonder. Jesus Christ. Good thing I fucking saw that. Okay, so we're going to get Mike Evans and Stefan Diggs for a touchdown here, and then that is the same game parlay. Just got a Mike Evans. Boom. And Stefan Diggs. Boom. Okay, bet slip. 20 bucks is going to win us. I have enough available fun. Oh, Jesus Christ, Robbie. I'm out of my damn mind. I'm on the wrong. 20 bucks is going to win us. Are you okay? I just did it. 20 bucks is going to win us $254, folks. Okay. Fuck, are you all right? Yeah, I just got to transfer it over. I went to the wrong betting website. Did you do some shrooms before the show? No, that'd be fun. If I did some shrooms before the show, we'd be getting very, very controversial. But, Robbie, while I'm loading this up onto my actual betting website that has funds, why don't you go through your first couple of picks here for us, buddy boy? I'll tell you what. I've been 2-0 this year in Mortal Locks. Oh, my gosh. We need another one? You can't do Mortal Locks all the time. You're going to fuck yourself up one of these times, bro. I'll tell you what. I'm 2-0 right now since I just do the one pick per. And I like to go with the Thursday Night Football again. Again. We're going Bills minus nine and a half tonight, folks. We're doing it. It's a mortal lock. Bob says, I don't need shrooms to be controversial. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate that right there, Bob. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, I, too, have the Bills winning Thursday Night Football as well, Robbie. I can. I don't have to look at my list to say that. Sorry, just loading this thing yeah. up. My phone yes, seems I to be... I guess that's essentially part of the pick, but uh, I got Bills minus nine and a half tonight. See, why wouldn't it allow me to click? This is fucking this shitty. There it is. There we go. Okay. Sorry, Robbie. You got bills. Minus nine and a half tonight. Uh, very well. See that happening. You know what? I didn't do a spread for mine, but I'll take a minus nine and a half as well. So, I don't know why this is. Uh, this is why does he hate me? dude? Player props. Anytime for Stefan Diggs, show more. Anytime for Mike Evans. And then now. You haven't put the parlay in yet? I had to go to my other betting app. I forgot that the money was in this one. Just give me a second here. This is really fucking slow, this one, though, man. It's fucking pissing me off here. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, I don't understand. I just don't understand, dude. Player, there we go. Now it's loading up. Okay, okay. Sorry, Robbie. Just keep going through your list, there, brother. I swear to God, I'll be with you in two seconds, dude. I promise. Player passing yards. Now we're getting somewhere here. You are now. All I need to do is just put the the bills. Uh, all right. Well, we're we're done listening. You fucking. Ba- you're doing the be- the the fucking TJ. All right. You're just babbling on and on with nothing that's making us. You know. Entertained. You're not entertaining us, Zachary. Okay, I-, I got it. I got it. I got it. We'll take over the entertainment. It's in. Okay. It's in. Here we go. The bet is in. Sunday, one o'clock in Miami. Tyree Kill, who's been battling some sort of a hip contusion, says he will be playing against the New England Patriots on Sunday. Live in Miami. It's gonna be a hot one, probably, folks. Patriots coming off a crazy upset. 
against the Buffalo Bills. Mac Jones looked great. Mac Jones also looked great against the Miami Dolphins. But the referees fucked him when Cole Strange was at the 29-yard line. They said he was short at the 30. Are the Patriots out for blood? Are they going to win? Is my fandom going to get in the way of my pick? The Dolphins and the Patriots, the winner, will be the Dolphins. Yeah, Robbie, I hate to tell you, brother, but uh, I also picked the Dolphins uh, in that game, Robbie. And I'm so glad you brought this up because I want to just bring something up here on my phone, Robbie. A fun little fact. Did you guys know here, fans of the Sports Cave, that the Boston Bruins have fewer losses in regulation with 12 over the last two seasons than the New England Patriots do with 13? To put that in perspective, 85 games, the Boston Bruins have 12 regulation losses. In 23 games, the Patriots are sitting at 13. Robbie, sorry, that was just a little fun, timid information to throw in there for you. It's a fuck. Okay. Uh, and my next game here, Robbie, I'm taking the New York Jets over the New York Giants in the Battle of New York. Never specified your Patriot Dolphin pick, you fucking idiot. I said Dolphins. I'm taking Dolphins as well, too. Thank you. Okay, I so think that probably could have went without saying, too. Why are you going with the Jets? Why am I going with the Jets? I don't know. I just feel like the the Giants. I know they got Tyrod Taylor, who's obviously looked a lot better. It's because you were taking like 75 minutes to make a pick. Yeah. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. Um, obviously, I think he's still questionable for this game. I'm pretty sure he's going to end up playing, but I don't know. I just like this Jets team. I, I'm a Zach Wilson guy now. I feel like he's coming through. You know, he's taken a lot of shit over these last couple seasons, and I feel like I'm just fucking rooting for this guy. So I'm going to take the Jets. All right. All right. Well, we got the Jets and the Giants. Uh, doesn't say yet if Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor is going to be a starting quarterback. Uh, what's Adam Schefter tweeting out here? Breaking news. Oh, Seattle's bringing back their uh, throwback uniform. So what I'm going to do here, folks, quickly, is I'm going to do a little bit of the Twitter to see what's going on with Daniel Jones and if we're going to see him this Sunday at MetLife. Yeah. Here's to see what the crowd's going to look. I believe I checked it today, and I think it did. It didn't necessarily confirm, but I'm pretty sure it basically said that he will not be playing in this one. Obviously, same stadium as they both play. It's going to be curious to see what the crowd's going to be looking like. Um, and according here to Jordan Renan, uh, ESPN NFL reporter for the New York Giants specifically, left tackle Andrew Thomas will do more at Thursday's practice. Quarterback Dana Jones, next status, questionable. That means still not clear for context. Seems unlikely at this point he returns versus the Jets. But if you get Andrew Thomas back, that's a big deal. But here's the problem. <laughs> Jets defenses look great all year long. Uh, the game against the Cowboys, can't really blame them with the amount of turnovers that Zach Wilson had that they got destroyed. You know, they were out of energy. But um, Zach Wilson has been the perfect uh, clock manager, essentially doing the little, the little necessary things to win these games. And the Giants, Tyrod Taylor, I told you, Zach, what he was going to do when he made his first uh, game against the Bills. He's going to get the ball out quick. He's a veteran. He understands what he's going up against, and it's going to be the same thing as it's been the last two weeks. Yep. Another tough front seven to deal with. But in the end, in the Battle of New York, the Jets versus the Giants, the winner will be the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So we both got the Jets taking down this battle in New York. I do, and uh, I want to add in here, the New York Jets 
are going to win by double digits. Damn. Okay, that is uh, Robbie is confident here in this New York Jets team. Let's hope I got it happens here, folks. Houston Texans, Carolina Panthers. I believe this game is in Carolina. It doesn't matter. They could play this game in Vietnam. They could play this game anywhere. The Houston Texans defeat the winless Carolina Panthers. At some point, the Panthers have to get their first win, right? I don't think it's going to be this year. Have you seen this team? Adam Thielen has been looking the like only the bright spark. The only bright spot for this team. Yeah, the only bright spar, according to Zachary. Um, <laughs> Spart. He's looked like the old Adam Thielen. He's been killing it. Um, definitely fantasy football wise. But I can't go against uh, CJ Stroud. He's just looked like the uh, rookie of the year this year. Mm-hmm. And um, he's looking like maybe that's a decision the Panthers should have made. And for those reasons, I'll be taking the Houston Texans. Houston Texans as well. Well, Robbie, next game I have on my list here is the Tennessee Titans and the Falcons. I believe the Falcons are coming in now as a one and a half point favorite because no Ryan Tannehill for well, the I'm Tennessee saying, Titans. My thing, they're two and a half point favorites here on the, ES- the Falcons. Well, it doesn't matter because for some reason, my dumbass is picking the Tennessee Titans to win this game. They're not going with Malik Willis as quarterback. They're going with Will Levis, their second round pick. Yeah, sorry. Oh, really? Will Levis also out of Connecticut, by the way, quarterback here in Connecticut. Uh, didn't go to UConn. Um, and I'll tell you what, I think you're right with the with the Titans here because you know what? We haven't got a chance to see him. There's no game film him outside of college. He's had all his time to learn from Tannehill. Um, Derrick Henry's going to play with the chip on his shoulder. Yeah, There's, I think he's got to. He is going to get traded. The Cowboys are interested. This team's interested. They're looking to trade him after Kevin Bird got traded. DeAndre Hopkins is <laughs> on the market. On the market. Oh, God. Jesus uh, Christ. What do you want? All right. God hates me. I'm dying. I'm trying. All right. I'm trying. Fuck. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm going Tennessee Titans. See Titans. Well, Mr. Robbie, we have another uh next game on my list here are the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. Live. Minnesota Vikings have a chance to win three in a row here, Robert. Uh three in a row without their star wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. And I think facing this absolute abysmal Green Bay Packers team, I think they get the job done. Kirk Cousins wins three in a row. The Vikings take down the Packers. I'm not ready to call Jordan Love a bust yet. I'm sure a lot of people already say that he's a bust, but I want to remind everybody that Rome wasn't built in a day. Aaron Rodgers rookie year, he didn't look that impressive neither. I thought Aaron Rodgers could be a fucking failure. Look where he is now. But that's back to when I was like 10, 11 years old. All right, that was little Robbie. Big Robbie understands that this is all a process. But it's hard for me to not take the Minnesota Vikings after defeating the 49ers. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next game here, I'm probably, pretty sure we're probably both going to have the same answer for this one. Uh, but I'm going to start off with this one saying, fuck you, Bob. I just saw your second little comment there that it was a slap in the face, you idiot. Well, I'm going to pick your piece of shit, dumb cowgirls to beat the... Rams this weekend. Well, let's see if uh, Cooper Cup can find a way to not get only two receptions. There'll be, uh, I think it's Darrell Henderson will be their starting running back. Cowboys off the bye week. Well rested. I don't know what their record is off the bye week. 
Oh, by the way, let's go back to the Jets really quick. The Jets have lost seven games in a row after their bye, bye week. Ooh. Seven games in a row. But I'm with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Hey, Jets. at some point, it's got to turn around, you know? Got to turn around. Except when he Henderson demoted to practice squad, Bob said. I think they put him to practice squad, but he, I think he's supposed to get elevated before uh, Sunday's game. Well, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Um, but I will go with the Dallas Cowgirls. Dallas Cowgirls over here. Uh, this next one, the first time these guys played this season, it was an instant classic. A lot closer than people thought it was going to be. The game that had to be settled in overtime where the Eagles did take down the Washington Commanders. For some reason, this Commanders team has the Eagles number. I just don't think they're going to get that win against the Eagles this season. I think the Eagles handle them again. I think you're right. And um, depending on the outcome of how bad this loss could be, it could be Ron Rivera's last game as their head coach. Ooh. Well, we both have. Yeah, you know what? Well, I mean, the way they perform this year has just been terrible. So I'm assuming you have the Eagles as well in that one, Mr. Robert. The Eagles take down the Washington Commanders. Now, this next game here, Robbie, I think could be a pretty good one. Gardner Minshew and the Indianapolis Colts against the New Orleans Saints. This one was a tough one for me to pick. I really wasn't sure which way I wanted to lean. After seeing how bad the Colts got robbed last week against my Cleveland Browns, and I'm a man, I could admit that they got robbed. I think they're going to be coming out with a chip on their shoulder, and I have to take them to beat the Saints. Well, it's hard because you know what? I think Cleveland mainly kind of like beat themselves, almost beat themselves last week. Let's be honest. Cleveland should have lost the game. They got to help by the stripes. Yeah, we'll take it. So Gardner Minshew looked good, but there were also a lot of mistakes. But then again, Derek Carr hasn't looked so good. And the best thing going for the Saints right now is Alvin Kamara. So it'll be Alvin Kamara versus Jonathan Taylor. Um, Alvin Kamara is definitely better receiving wise. Jonathan Taylor is better rushing wise. Uh, Jonathan Taylor immediately getting a uh, PED test after scoring his first touchdown of the season last week. And I'm going to go with PEDs. Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. Let's go, baby. Damn right, baby. Juice them up, baby. Juice them up. All right, Robbie. Uh, what do we got here next? The next game here. <sighs> Seattle Seahawks against the Deshaunless, Watsonless, Cleveland Browns. And Jerome Fordless. And Jerome Fordless. This one was an easy one for me, Robbie. I just suck back my pride. The Seattle Seahawks will run all over us on Sunday. Seattle Seahawks over the Browns. Well, that's because you're a pussy and you don't believe in your own team. I'm going Cleveland over Seattle. Really? I am. Um, PJ wow. Walker has done the necessary things to win these games. The defense has been elite. Um, let's see if Mari Cooper can get involved. It's been mainly, ironically, the Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford show. I think yeah. we're at Mari Cooper and David Well, because you got fucking PJ Walker as the quarterback, man. You don't know, have a gunslinger back there. Well, PJ Walker made a big, what, 25 plus yard completion to um, Amari. And- Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Wow. Okay. You know what? Well, hey, Robbie, I this is the one time where I hope to God you're right. Um, but I was just looking at the team. Like you said, I think Najoku's also questionable as well, too. I'm giving you three seconds to lock in your pick. Three, two. Let's go, Browns. Browns over the Seahawks. All right, I'm switching my pick. Seahawks over the Browns. You fucking loser. You can't. You're such a pussy. You did to me last week three times. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I did, and then when I made my change, I, I and then when you changed, I'm changing my pick now. 
picks are locked. You fucking suck. Let's go Hawks. All right. That's that is that is a bitch ass pussy move by Robbie on that one, folks. I know you guys are listening at home thinking, what a homo. Next game here, guys. Denver Broncos gonna win last week, but you bet your big fat juicy titties they ain't gonna get a win this week because the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna plow through them. Chiefs over the Broncos. Oh, is Robbie's doing his knee highs? What the fuck? Oh my god, he just did. The Taylor Swift and Mrs. Yeah. Mahomes celebration there. Why Did you just call her Mrs. Mahomes? What is she, 72 years old? I mean, she is the wife. She's Mrs. Mahomes. Well, and I'll tell you, not only are they going to beat the Broncos, they're going to put down the horses. They're going to lay them to rest. Yeah, they're going to give them the old special K, the old ketamine trank shot right to the leg. Down goes the Broncos, Chiefs of the Broncos. Robbie. I am curious because I know this one could be an up in the air pick. The Cincinnati Bengals against the now two losses in a row. Questionable is Brock Purdy playing. Questionable is Trent Williams playing. Debo Samuel out 49ers. Robbie, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to beat this 49ers team, and they are now going to lose three games in a row. I'm taking the Bengals. They've looked like a legitimate football team now, at least last week they did anyways. Joe Burrow seems to be a lot healthier than he was to start off the season. Jamar Chase and him are getting that connection down. T. Higgins has looked like shit this year, so I'm hoping Tyler Boyd can get in there a little bit for me. Fantasy, I got you in this week. Don't fuck with me, Boyd. I'm taking the Bengals. Well, I'll tell you what. I elected in one of my leagues that I have T. Higgins in to pick up Tyler Boyd because it's been a clusterfuck, but I'm going to go with T. Higgins one last week. Um. <laughs> Looking like uh Mono Man himself, who probably passed Mono on to me for all we know. Uh Sam Darnold is nice. going to be uh the starting quarterback, most likely for the San Francisco 49ers. This is where the 49ers, I bet, wish they still had Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. Or maybe possibly even fucking Trey Lance. I, don't I know he hasn't looked good with the Raiders, but we've seen his work with the 49ers and it brought him to the Super Bowl. Well, and Kyle Shanahan just seems to the guy just gets everything out of fucking quarterbacks. But I'm really like I'm actually like really locked into this game because heading into the preseason initially before the camp started, a lot of people favored Sam Darnold win the job over Purdy and Trey Lance. So I'm curious to see what we're going to get out of here. With Sam Darnold. Here's his moment. This is his moment to shine. Um, I think the McCaffrey touchdown streak will continue. By the way, I saw son. Excuse me. If you put like I think maybe it was one hundred dollars. Oh, no. Yeah. And you kept rolling through. You'd have like four hundred and fifty grand or something right now. Thousand dollars plus, yeah. God damn. McCaffrey touchdowns, anytime touchdown. That's insane. Um Bengals 49ers. I believe the Bengals are coming off the bye week. They're coming off the bye week. They all got a little bit of rest. Time to rejuvenate. Get shit back together. Let's figure this shit out. Cincinnati Bengals will go to Levi Stadium and take down the San Francisco 49ers. I was hoping you're gonna have the 49ers in that one. Well, Mr. Robert, we have three more games to look over before we get into our World Series talk here, my buddy. Alrighty. The third last game, Baltimore Ravens coming off a absolute boot-fucking, an absolute boot-fucking of the Detroit Lions last week. Look to continue their ass-pounding against the Arizona Cardinals. And Arizona Cardinals fans, listen to me and listen to me good. You better spread those cheeks because those Ravens are coming into pound this weekend. The Baltimore Ravens are going to destroy the Arizona Cardinals. They'll be pecking the Cardinals. Yeah. 
Battle of the Birds. I was just going to say Battle of the Birds. Pack right up there, ask. Okay. And Robbie just brought bestiality into the show, folks. So that's what you're getting here in the sports cave. You know what else you're going to get here in the sports cave? Lamar Jackson and the Cardinals are going to kill. Hold on. You just said Lamar Jackson and the Cardinals. Oh, shit. Fuck me. Lamar Jackson to the Cardinals is going to kill, murder, and destroy them. Yeah. Ravens. We, we can both agree with that, Robbie. And I'm I'm pretty sure we can probably both agree with this next one as well, too. Sure, Mr. Tyson Bajant, whatever his name is, got his win last week. First win. Probably maybe his only win he'll ever get in his NFL career because I don't really see this guy sustaining too much play in the NFL. Um, the Chargers come into town to face the Chicago Bears. I mean, maybe it could be in LA. I'm really not too sure where it is. Like I said from the last game we were talking about, this game could be fucking anywhere. The Chargers are going to kill the Bears. The game is in Los Angeles. The Chargers are eight and a half point favorites. And I could tell you, son, right now, I guarantee you the networks, NBC and ESPN, are pissed off with Sunday night, Monday night football. The Lions and the Raiders, Monday night, the Chargers and the Bears, Sunday night, but yeah. I don't know, dude. The Chargers have looked terrible this year. And what, the Bears have looked good? No, but this feels like one of those traps. This feels like a trap. And for that reason, I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, he's too. I, I, I can't take the trap. I still do feel like it's a trap, but I can't pick the Bears in this one. You I'm gonna, stupid, dumbass motherfucker. I'm going to go with the, the Chargers. All right, before Robbie dies here, we'll get into the Monday Night Football game as Robbie was just talking. It is the Detroit Lions coming off that loss last week to the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo list Las Vegas Raiders, Robbie, I assume. is he? Uh, uh, um, we're going to assume it's probably Brian Hoyer or the actually probably won't be Hoyer, probably be the uh, Aiden O'Connell, I believe the other fellow's name is. I think uh, right. No matter what who plays, though, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. They're after that loss they took last week to Baltimore. That offense is going to come out humming. Jimmy Garoppolo smashed. I, I feel like if I click that, it's just going to be Jimmy Garoppolo smashed porn star. Um, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo back was a, was at practice and should play on Monday. Okay, play Monday. So Jimmy G back, like I said, does not matter because the Detroit Lions are winning this game. Detroit Lions getting raped by the Ravens. Uh, I think it's a fair way to say it. They got raped. I I mean, I feel like we know we could use a better word. Uh, That Uh, might go against the Twitch Twitch code of conduct. um, um, Molested. Just say butt fucked, you know. They got butt fucked. There we go. (laughs) And uh, for those reasons, lines are going to fucking kill him. So I believe the only, uh, the only the only different game we had in that I think was why well, when you fucking honey potted me into taking the Browns over the Seahawks. Which you know what I'm not like, the defense is so good on Cleveland that it very well could happen. It's just the offense is a little bit of a concern Browns for me right now. Fucking stink. Well, I mean, if records do show, they're a lot better than your shitty fucking queer bait Patriots. Did I ever say that we were a good team? You stupid fucking moron. Uh, no, but you guys are not even a bad team. You guys are a deplorable fucking shit team. Sounds like your NBA team, you pussy. Well, who's 1-0? Who's 0-1, bitch? Yeah, fuck you. If my team's so much, I'm so much. 
Seed. Robbie, why don't we get into some baseball talk here, you motherfucker? All right. Why don't I get to smacking you in the fucking face? Bitch, you wish you could, motherfucker. MLB playoffs are coming to an end, folks. And who would have saw this? If you would have asked me before you told me the first day of the season that the World Series would be containing the Arizona Diamondbacks against the Texas Rangers, two teams that combined for, wait for it, Robbie, 212 losses last year would be facing off with each other in the World Series championship. I would have said, you are out of your goddamn mind. But here we are. Arizona Diamondbacks take down the Phillies in seven. The Texas Rangers take down the Houston Astros in seven in two absolute fantastic series. Now, uh, I can't remember what. Actually, I think it was Houston. I believe Houston lost exactly. all four games at home. Exactly. They did lose all four. Yeah. We have 20 minutes till you have your date with uh, the nice gentleman. Who's a man? Don't worry about it, all right? I'm damn just going to get my dick wet. I'm going to... What's your mom's name? <laughs> uh, but you know what, Robbie? Uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll get through it. All we got left is uh, we got a little bit of hockey to talk after bit, this. Uh, how does it make you feel to know Ladarius Gurliel and Gabriel Montero are going to be in the World Series? Moreno. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing right now. I'm fucking happy for these guys because I know it wasn't their decision to get traded from this team. I loved Gabriel Moreno, I didn't really know too much about, but I fucking love Guriel. Uh, I'm happy to see those guys competing for, and I think you know goddamn well who I'll be cheering for in this finals, and that is the Arizona Diamondbacks. I hope these guys can bring home a championship. What a story it would be. And I feel like, like you know, Texas, they, they got some shit going on for sports. What the fuck does Arizona have going on? Arizona's got nothing going on. They do, you fucking idiot. What? What? Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. I forgot about the Phoenix Suns. Okay, I forgot about the Phoenix Suns. But give them a championship, okay? Billy they have one. <laughs> they fucking, they hit an RBI game-winning single against the Yankees in 2001, you bitch! Oh my God, I'm talking about like, you know, one in recent years, not in 2001, Robbie. I'm talking about give them something to cheer for. You don't care. You are the biggest idiot that's ever done a podcast. Well, I think I'm doing a podcast. The biggest fucking idiot that's ever done a podcast. Now, Robbie, I would like to hear what you have to think about this Arizona Diamondbacks team making it over the Phillies. Because I know we both, I, I feel like the Texas Rangers had a better chance. Like the Rangers, Houston was a series where we could have went either way. But uh, the Diamondbacks, we pretty much had them written off. We had the Phillies taking this one down. No problemo. Uh, well, yeah, stack they, lineup over there. Great uh, pitching. Nine to nothing and ten nothing defeat. Okay, I'll I'll get to it. Um, first of all, the last time that we seen uh, a series where the home team lost all their games at home, 2019 World Series, the Washington Nationals and the Houston Astros, both teams lost every game at home. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be rooting for the Rangers for Jordan Montgomery specifically. Good for him. Um, but the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if you remember the beginning of the year, Zach, uh, two of the sleepers I had in the NL made it to the playoffs. The Arizona Diamondbacks and the Miami Marlins. The Arizona Diamondbacks wouldn't be in this situation if they had not called up Corbin Carroll. Guys, he first of all, the one thing I'll say about Corbin Carroll, great ball player. Someone's got to tell that guy to shave his goatee because 
I think they said he was like 23 years old. Is that how old he is? 23, somewhere around that age, I'm guessing. He's young. The guy looks like he's 42 with that goatee. Shave the goatee, buddy. I'm sure you're probably already diving in as much pussy as you want, but you're probably giving him a little bit of a tickle rug burn, you know? And we don't why want none of that shit here. I shave it if it's gotten to the World Series. Or maybe shave it after World Series. Good point. Win this win this championship for Arizona. Uh, we'll see what credit, credit to the general manager for the Arizona Dimebacks. They elected to bring in uh, Gurliel and Moreno. Um, the pitching staff has looked good. Um, everything's just like panned out well for the Dimebacks this year. Yep. <laughs> the Rangers, Adolis Garcia is turning to a star oh. in front of Corey Robbie, Seager. Do you remember what you said? Uh, at the last episode of the podcast, that the only way the Rangers win this game seven is if Garcia keeps doing what he's doing and we just can't see him just continuing this incredible display of baseball. And what does he go out and do? He literally ups it. Literally does his be- the best performance he's had all playoffs and the performances he's put on this playoffs have been absolutely out of this fucking world. The guy is a gamer. All the old heads that are complaining about his antics... Fuck you. The guy's entertaining. Go back to 1984. You guys entertaining Uh, to watch. Hell yeah. Um, I guess it comes down to predictions here, Zachary. We have the Texas Ranger versus the Arizona Dimebacks. The Texas Rangers rotation featuring Nathan Navaldi, Jordan Montgomery, and Max Scherzer featuring the Diamondbacks' Zach Gallen, Morel Kelly, amongst others. Fun fact for you. The highest paid player on the Arizona Diamondbacks isn't even on the roster. Do you know who that player is, Zachary? God. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you a couple hints here. Okay. I think he's a two or three time World Series champion with one team. Won the World Series MVP in 2015. Can you even tell you who won the World Series 2015? San Francisco Giants. It's less. Oh, that was a pitcher, wasn't it? What the hell is the guy's name? I fucking. Oh, I know his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Just tell me his name. It's going to kill me. I know it's the fucking pitcher. I can't remember his name. I'll let you figure out the first name. Ready? I'm going to give you the last name. You give me the first okay. name. Okay. Bum Garner. Madison. That's Madison. who it is. Yes. Okay. If the Diamondbacks win the World Series this year. And he's not yeah. even on the roster, and he's the highest paid player. Madison Bumgarner. I haven't heard that name in a while. How about that? Evan Longoria is going for his first ever World Series championship. He had his opportunity back with the Rays. They came short. Um, like overall, it's a good story either way. You know, Evan Longoria gets his first ring, or Texas gets their first championship. Honestly, ring. this I, I'm not mad at this at all. Like yeah, any one of these two teams could win. Obviously, the Texas Rangers with kind of the Blue Jays. This is history. the Miami Heat versus Denver Nuggets. You're not mad either way. Yeah, like what? What if Rugnet Odor was still on this Texas Rangers team? I I would be telling them to go fuck themselves because of all the uh the animosity that uh, the Blue Jays had to deal with them back in the day. But this is a new looking Rangers team. Yeah. I think oh, they, we can just all agree. Five yeah, short you got team. fucked. But I think we can just all agree that we're very happy that the L.A. Dodgers or the Houston Astros, or sorry, Robbie, a team like the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox, a team of that caliber is not in the finals this year. We get to see yeah, something Yeah, we'll never different. see a team for our lifetime of the caliber of the Blue Jays ever make the World Series. I mean, it could be possible. But can't. 
the Blue Jays, I think, would be another exciting team to watch. It's a team that's just different right. in there. Really All right, you cocksucker. Well, let me tell you something right now. I'm Alex taking the that. Arizona Diamondbacks in six games to win this series. Well, I'm taking the Rangers in six. So what kind of bet are we going to make here, bitch? What are we going to do? Loser does what? Why don't we do 20 American dollars? Impossible. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what bet to make then. I, I don't know what bet to make. I would say I would wear a Dimebacks hat and you could wear a Rangers hat, but that has no, like, there's nothing to it. Well, it's hard when you live in a different country. Why don't we just make it a friendly bet then? And then uh, whoever loses gets to just call the other one a big fat pussy for the next entire episode when it finishes. You're a big fat pussy. I could just do that whenever I want. I'm going to come down. There, I'm going to fucking choke slam you. All right, Zach, you got 14 minutes. Okay, well, I, I'm taking them at six. I'm taking Diamondbacks at six. Wait, 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 wait. I'm taking the Rangers at six. You're taking that back yeah. six. We have to mention the end of a career. Houston Astros manager Dusty Baker is officially done after coming back. And you know what? Here's what I want to say about Dusty. I'll let you say what you got to say. No hatred towards Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker may have the greatest managerial story in the history of baseball. This guy was a great manager all the way around, but he can never get to the playoff or he gets a place, but he can never get to the world series. And if he did, must have been pathetic. This guy, I believe, was the manager when Barry Bonds and the Giants went to the World Series. Don't quote me on it. I could be completely wrong. But here's the story. The Astros became the most hated team in all sports. Yeah. Who Here did they have. call? They called oh, Dusty Busters. And for him to go in and win his first World Series championship as a manager, when the Astros won that year, was I pissed? Absolutely. But when I saw Dusty Baker get an opportunity to hold that trophy, brought a little bit of happiness to me as a baseball fan because that guy deserves it. He's always been doubted. I've doubted him multiple times. And at the end, they held the most prestigious trophy, hopefully legitimately not cheating. But Dusty Baker rides off to the sunset, a World Series champion, and can live his life happily ever after. Dusty, you deserve this. Congratulations. and Enjoy your retirement the second time around. Well, Mr. Robbie, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, obviously, no one wants to see the Houston Astros win, but that was pretty fucking awesome to get to see that guy finally win. I believe it was at 73 years old. He wins a World Series as a manager. Just a great story. It, it, it Honestly, it's like one of those things that, like, if, if you're a fan of sports, you're a fan of something like that. Like, I look at, excuse me, as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, but also a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, they're one of their biggest rivals, and I've mentioned this before, was the Washington Capitals. But I look at back, it's it kind of compared to like watching Ovechkin finally win that Stanley Cup as a member of the Washington Capitals, just like someone that's been fighting for for so many years. You can just see all the emotion finally pour out. It's just one of those real feel good stories. Um. So you know what, Mister yeah. Dusty? I saw something pop up. On, I saw something pop up on Twitter of Ovi getting to hold the Stanley oh, Cup. Did you, dude? Honestly, I I legitimately had. I think I had tears in my eyes when I watched that the first time, just from like how much. Pure joy. You could just feel like how fucking happy he was watching that. And then you know what? You you it, it honestly that was probably the last like genuine like where you got goosebumps moment as a watching a hockey player win a Stanley Cup because the rest of these guys now is like oh fuck yeah. 
Back in the day, men used to cry to win this trophy. Pussies. But Dusty Baker, hell of a career, brother. You deserve it. Right off to sunset. Hats off. All right, Zach, we got uh, nine minutes here. Yeah, so it's uh, safe to say I'll be keeping that hat on for tonight. Quick, Jesus. Let's do a quick UFC really quick. So it's yeah. just a question. Um, yeah. My news, guys. Probably, I was really excited for this pay-per-view. And now I don't know what the excitement's going to be. UFC 295 will not be featuring John Jones as he injured. Um, I believe it was his shoulder that got torn. Complete. I think it was a torn pectoral he got. Tore his pec. Yeah. Um, it's an eight-month recovery, and he will not. Um, be at UFC 295 as well as uh John Jones I think is going to keep the title I know there I know there's a replacement for the interim heavyweight title no there, but, there's an interim heavyweight title now Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Palovich I think his name is but um not what you want to hear I mean John no. Jones you know sucks so he doesn't he doesn't keep a title he has to relinquish that title now sucks. Um, and you know what, guys? We got to look at this as a true fact here. John Jones might, there's a possibility he never fights again. The guy is what, 36, 37 years old? He's already talking about possibly retiring. Now he's looking at an eight month recovery and then has to get back into some sort of fight shape. Then has to deal with his brother acting like a retard on social media. It's the third time I mentioned that word. I, I just, I don't know. This, this could be one of those career enders, man. This could be one of those ones that really, really halted just as he was fucking coming back into. But uh, you know what? They so they moved that um, the co-main event, which was who the hell's a co-main event? That's now the main event in that fight. Fuck. Uh, Alex Pereira and uh, yes, I can't say his name. You remember his name? Alex Pereira and uh, fuck, who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? I have the really long last name with the ponytail. Oh, Yuri. Yeah. Okay, I know. Yeah, Yuri, the the Czech Republic guy, Yuri Perkovich, the crazy motherfucker. I can't even pronounce that guy's last name. Uh, so that is a new main event of that fight. Uh, the co-main now, as we just said, is Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Pavlovich. I think his name is that. That Sergey guy, Robbie, is fucking terrifying. Tom Aspinall is going to get the shit kicked out of him in that fight. But it is really tough to see. I think we're all very excited to see John Jones fight Stipe Miocic. Also, something to note, guys: Stipe Miocic is like forty years old. The second that this fight got canceled, he was actually removed from the UFC's active uh, fighting list. He's no longer on the UFC roster. So I think we could also be looking at the end of a fantastic, some would say the greatest heavyweight of all time in the UFC career. Stipe Miocic, I think he's looking at possibly never fighting again either. So if that is the case, what a career, Stipe. Hope to see you back at some point, not against John Jones, or you're too old to be fighting someone like that. Yeah, he was going to get murdered. Well, like we said, folks, very tough news for that uh, for that card. Um, but you know what? Let's hope that um, and that, that fight doesn't that does yeah. Is that November that happens? Yes, it is November. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. Oh, Mackenzie Dern's fighting on this card. She's got a fat ass on her. But Rob, before we get out of here, let's go over. Do you have do you have anything else you want to say about uh, Mr. John Jones? Uh, give us a champ. That's it. Give us him. We got a little bit of hockey news here, guys, before we uh, let you guys go. Um, starting off, the biggest news that came out today in the NHL. This is the first time I've ever seen this happen in hockey. Uh, Shane Pinto, forward of the Ottawa Senators, suspended 41 games 
for going against the gambling code of the NHL. Obviously, this guy was obviously caught throwing a couple dollars down. Ironically, I didn't think he was gambling in the NHL. Like, I saw so where it's like he wasn't even gambling in the NHL or on his own team, I believe. You know what? You know what I saw those hilarious too? It was like this guy got suspended for 41 games for gambling. The fucking main sponsor that's all over the jerseys and the helmets for the for the Ottawa Senators is Bet99. They got a gambling website sponsoring them, but the guy gets suspended for 41 games for gambling. Shane Pinto, correct? Yeah, Shane Pinto. 41 games. It's a fucking massive suspension, man. I'm going to... And to boot, Robbie, this is a contract year for him. This is a year where he's supposed to come out, excuse me, play hard and get a big payday. And I tell you something, Mr. Pinto, you are not doing yourselves any favors of what you're doing right now. I was trying to Google it, Robert, to see like what he was uh thing, but they, they didn't release like any um any information on it. Nothing. I saw something though. It I just said I... like he, he just he went against the gambling code, whatever it was, and then there was like that was all that was released. I'll, like, I'll read you the quote that Pinto yeah. said. I want to apologize to the NHL, the Ottawa Centers, my teammates, the fans at City of Ottawa, most importantly, my family. I take full responsibility for my actions. Look forward to getting back in the ice with my team. Well, you better look forward to getting back with your team in like fucking January now, buddy. <laughs> Shane Pinto suspension is brought to you by Bet365 in yeah. partnership with FanDuel and associates with DraftKings. Powered by Bet99. Brought to you by MGM. Brought to you by FanDuel. Um, and then in lighter news, guys, we have the first of like what seems like nine fucking thousand outdoor games that happened in NHL season. Now, the Heritage Classic goes down Sunday night, 7 p.m. Oh, Robbie's waving something here. Sean Fournier. Um, n- he's a nobody, but uh, this is what he put out here as a tweet. Todd Bertuzzi almost kills me on the ice. 20 game suspension. Shane Pinto bets on other sports than hockey. Didn't bet on hockey, bet on other sports. 41 game suspension. Ridiculous. Fire Gary Bettman. Now, I, I will agree with that, but also, I mean, we're talking about two totally different times. Like the Top or Tuesday thing, if that happened nowadays, the guy would be fucking barred from the league. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? They have the Heritage Class this weekend. Robbie Cal- Cal- Calgary Flames versus the McDavidless Edmonton Oilers in the outdoor arena. I believe it's in Edmonton. Let me just check that for you folks real quick. That just goes to show you how cold it is out in Western Canada, too, where they're able to do a Heritage Outdoor Classic game in October. So keep that one in mind. October 29th. Okay. It is in Edmonton. Uh, Let's see if they have the arena posted here. Commonwealth Stadium, which is where I believe the Edmonton Eskimos play. Oh, sorry, the Edmonton Elks play. You can't call them the fucking Eskimos anymore because we're all a bunch of fucking two-ply pussies up in this goddamn bitch. Wow. You know what? Fuck it. It's where the Edmonton Eskimos play. The Eskimos, Eskimos, Eskimos. So that'll be an exciting game, folks. And the last thing I got to say before we leave, Robbie, and I know I've had I've been talking a lot of good, a lot of good about this guy, and I think he's hearing it. Because the absolute, I know we're only about six games in the season, but the blowout MVP favorite right now for this NHL is Jack Hughes, man. This guy is fucking insane. 17 points in six games. Just absolutely on fire. Keep it going, Mr. Hughes. Pardon me? Who has it for hockey in our fantasy league? I don't know. You have him? I have Jack Hughes. 
I thought you got Crosby in your first round. I back to back when I think Jack Hughes and Crosby. Oh yeah, that made make sense. Well, I, you know, Robbie, that's a good pick right there. Crosby, Adam Fox, Bedard, Omar, Dolan, Clayton Keller, Alex DeBrinket was in the eighth round. Alex DeBrinket is. Yeah, DeBrinket. I mean, don't don't expect this productivity coming from the season, but I mean, fuck, the, what he's doing right now is a little bit ridiculous. Yes. Oh my God, Robbie! You know what I just realized too. We never did defensive player of the year award <laughs> for for basketball. You, to off. you told me you want to leave that off. I I fucked up. <laughs> if you want, we can do it quick before we go. Oh, fuck. Um, you want me to do my three first? If you if you don't have it on the top of your head, maybe you can use some of mine as your thought process. Yeah. God, go. You. Number three from my Toronto Raptors, OG and Nunnaby. I gotta I gotta put a Raptor in somewhere here. At number two, uh, because I was looking at all the betting odds, he kept seeing it popping up there high. Everyone seems to think Mr. Evan Mobley is going to have a big jump here this season. So I put him at number two for Defensive Player of the Year. And a number one back-to-back champion is going to be Mr. Jaron Jackson Jr. Okay. I think I'm ready for this. I think I'm ready. Bam. Here we go. Number three, I'm going Marcus Smart in Memphis. Good pick. That's a good pick. Number two, I don't know what his betting odds are, but he was the reason for the Celtics almost making a miraculous comeback last year in the uh, postseason. I'm going to go Derek White in number two. Damn. And number one, I'm going with the guy that didn't get any fucking votes last year, and he, and he had high attention at Katie and Kyrie, and then he just disappeared. Pay attention, motherfuckers. Nicholas Claxton, Defensive Player of the Year. Damn. Well, you heard it here, folks, guys, and I'm pretty sure that we've bored you guys enough tonight, or we've entertained you guys enough tonight. It'd be the we better way to put the it. Eight o'clock time frame where Zachary has to go get laid, but bye, dudes. I'm Robbie. I'm dying exacting. So, <laughs> just so you folks know, I'm not going to bang a dude. I'm hoping to get a blowjob from a lady. Uh... And with that, guys, we have to extend another thank you for just just always coming in and spending Thursday night with your boys. It seems that my co-host Robbie has, in fact, passed away here live on the podcast. Hooray! And with that, guys, there's only one thing left to say. Stay sexy, sports game.